Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music. Well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into uh, our fearless beer review. We get into the vinyl stuff, stuff we've listened to, stuff we've picked up. Um, that leads into the songs of the week, and then we wrap it up with some new, mu- some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. While you're listening, go to Spotify and Apple Podcasts and give us five stars. And five stars only, please go do that. Um, and uh, all the social media is at Asinine Radio. And that's all I got for the boring intro. Let's... Uh, Let's get right into the Fearless Beer Review, Jeff. What do you got? I uh, We can say go again. That's fine. Go. I have uh, Trooper IPA from uh, from the Iron Maiden's mm. Brewery. Not really. This is called Trooper IPA. Um, this is from 2019, I guess. Bruce Dickinson is the only one, apparently, who had anything to do with this. And this Your is boy. from, yeah, the, the best part of Iron Maiden right there. <laughs> what the fuck? I just saw the fucking... Brewery, but now, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I have no idea who it is. Yeah, whatever, I'll find, I'll find it in a second. But uh, it's four point three percent. It was is brewed in England, apparently. And it's an IPA. Yeah, that's that's what it's fucking that's saying. That's a weak IPA. Yeah, it's a little, and it's a, it's a big ass one too. It's probably well, it's not in American standards, but it's it's like a <laughs> probably like twenty two ounces. Okay. It's a pint. It's a big boy. It's one pint and point nine ounces, and and so over how much a pint is? A pint is sixteen. No, but not in England. Yeah, it is. They don't use ounces in England, bro. I know, but that's but. Oh, uh, okay. I, I'm All telling right. you, I don't. Th- no, this is not, bro. No, 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 no. This is like twenty two, twenty five ounces. Yeah, the 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 imperial pint is like. Oh, this looks like it's over 20 ounces. The U.S. pint is 16 ounces. Okay. Fucking right. guy. Back like you fucking know. Brit- Britain more than me. Britland. <laughs> Britland. <laughs> I like you know Britland more than me. Shit. <laughs> oh, Robinson's Brewery. There it is. Robinson's Brewery. Never heard of them. Me neither. Never, never heard of them. All right. So uh, I have something called uh, Golden State Cerveza. This is a Mexican-style lager brewed by Golden Road Brewery. This brewery is tends to be a miss. Every once in a while, they'll have, they'll have a pretty decent beer, but most of, most of the time, it's not very good. And I'm afraid this is going to be kind of limey, and that's going to be gross. Uh, this is a 20-ounce can, uh, so I don't know what that is in, uh, in Britland. But, that's a um, pint. Okay, it's a pint in, in Britland, but um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it smells. It smells like. Oh God, dude! It smells like soggy, f- soggy clothes or something like that. That's disgusting. Like mildew. It smells like mildew. That's what it is. <laughs> oh. oh, oh my God! Fucking Golden Road Brewery, man. This is why you fucking suck, and this is why they shut you, your brewery down. They they got shut down. Though, the one by the stadium. No, that no, not that one. The the one with the pool. Oh, yeah, the stupid. one that was in like downtown Anaheim. They closed that one down because the the owner was like making um like sexual remarks to people and shit 
Yeah, it's, it's lame. Yeah. There's a it's lot of fucking lame. floaties in my thing here. It's probably fucking old. That's why. Old floaties. Are right, you ready to start drinking? Mm, All right, yeah. here we go. Oh, baby boy, that is fucking disgusting. Wow. <laughs> Dude, this has got to be right. old. <laughs> All right, so um, we're going we're gonna to give our thoughts on the beers, and then we're going to rate the beers based off of our world-famous three-point rating system, where three is a perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're going to continue to drink, oh. one is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So what do you think of your, your trooper? So 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 so. Robinson's Breweries in, in Cheshire, England. Mm-hmm. Just for the our 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 many many fans over in our, our many fan Britland. Um, <laughs> He's probably gonna get mad at you for saying it wrong too. I'm, like I'm, he got mad I'm, at me saying saying Shropshire. Shrop Shropshire. I said Shropshire. How are you supposed to say? It? I think he said. I think it was just like Shropshire or something like that. They yelled at me on the pod. It was when we did the Sabbath episode. <laughs> you, you, just, you deserve to get yelled at every once in a while, mostly <laughs> more often than not. This um, dude, this tastes like bad apple juice. Oh, like oh, oh my god! Are you sure it's not like a mead? Nope, that's an IPA. It's supposed to be an IPA. What is it? What does it look like color wise? It looks like an IPA. Just with no carbonation. There's a little bit of carbonation and a fuck ton of floaties. I'm not drinking this. <laughs> it's got to be old, man. Where'd you get it from? I got it from the gas station right here. The, this beer was just brewed in like 2019 and it came out in 2020. So at most, it's two years old or two and a half years old. Three. I mean, we're in 2023, but that's fine. Well, we're not all the way through 2023. So that's why I said two and a half years old. Got him. Thank you. That, <laughs> so at most, it's only two and a half so years annoying. old. You're the one that brought it like up. A child. At oh, most, it's man. two and a half years old. That is not That's old enough beer, for this to ferment into a completely different beverage. Mike would never drink that. Way too old. Mike doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> right, so what do, you rate, what do you rate it? I, I don't What's What's the zero? This is like a zero. This is undrinkable. All right. All right. I might go pour it in the curb because I don't, I don't really want this in my drain. I don't want to smell it. So anybody listening, if you can hear birds chirping, there's a fucking bird's nest right outside my window. And um, yeah, so that's kind of annoying and fun. But anyway, um, so drain pour for you. My uh, my Golden Road Golden State Cerveza. This is uh, this actually is not bad. I would I would actually drink this again. It doesn't have the limey taste like I was expecting. Um, like the what is it that the sublime one? That Mexican yeah, lager, the one, the stone one, the Deftones one was bad. wasn't very good either. Um, None of those beers were very good. Yeah, it's because there's just so much lime in them. But no, this is good. This is a good one. I would I would drink this one again. I'll give this one a two point two five, and that's high for Golden Road because their beer usually is trash. Um, so yeah, two point two five out of three yeah. for me on this one. Raul did not leave a review, which is surprising considering, you know, this is it's Anaheim, you know, it's he's in the OC. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. No review. Did he leave a review for, for yours? No, he didn't. Just, yeah, this, right. this is a fucking waste of like $6.50. What a fucking waste. That's so irritating. <laughs> you win some, you lose some, man. I Dude. don't know. I don't know what to tell you. That's a, that's a hot and ready right there. That's an extra that most is. bestest. 
That is. That is. Ugh. You done fucked up? Ugh. All right. So let's move on to uh, vinyl stuff. Stuff we've uh, listened to, backlog, stuff that we're just kind of obsessed with right now because our backlogs are pretty much done at this point, right? So I think I think next week I got a full backlog and that's that's I think that's it. All right. All right. So uh so yeah, what, what do you got this week, Jeff? Go. Uh just with the backlog thing here. So two Angels and Airwaves EPs of Nightmares and Chasing Chasing Shadows. Chasing Shadows. Chasing Shadows. Quebec. Yeah, of Nightmares Chasing Shadows. And uh if if I could get like side B of of Phantom Brake Pedal, just like the last half of the songs, I would I would get that. Otherwise, I'm not I'm good on my on my Angels and Airwaves stuff. You're not going to get I Empire? No. That's like Love? the worst. No. I thought you liked Dreamwalker though. Not enough to get it. Uh, not enough to get it. No. So I uh I, yeah, I just picked up Nightmares and then um Chasing Dude, I can't say that. Chasing, Chasing Shadows. Chasing Shadows. It is kind of weird to say though. Huh? It is, yeah. Chasing oh, Shadows. Yeah, a little bit. It is. Just say yes. I never had That's a hard fine. time saying it, but you know, I'm not How often do you say it? I say it a lot. All the time. <laughs> All the time, baby. <laughs> yeah. Um so so uh the two songs I picked I picked uh Par- Parasomnia. Para- mm-hmm. Parasomnia from Of Nightmares. Parasomnia. What does that Parasomnia. mean? Parasomnia. I don't know. Oh. I know. And then I picked uh, Overload from Chasing Shadows. Oof. Overload, both. top five Tom DeLonge right there. Dude, both, both bangers for sure. Overload is pretty damn good. Pretty, pretty it, fucking that's good. That's a beyond banger. That's it, a beyond it is, banger. It is good. It is, I'm not going to lie. It's <laughs> fucking good. It's fantastic. It's, oh man, that is a banger of a banger. And I like these because they were, they were cheap enough to just like an instant buy. Didn't have to think about it. Like, fuck yeah, I'm going to buy those. And yeah. you play them back to back. Dude, right one right after the other. Start with of nightmares and then go into chasing shadows. Easy money. Chasing Easy shadows. fucking money right there. Half hour power. True. <laughs> and then uh I got I, I got a bunch of records from Vital Me Please. This one was one of them. Um that's Biggie. Biggie's uh his his debut uh, is his first album, Ready mm-hmm. to Die. This was uh gangster rap, mid nineties, right? Just just it's great. It's a good album. Biggie's like not my favorite rapper. I don't really like the East Coast scene all that much, especially like the stuff to do with Bad Boy and everything. But you just you can't deny just how great, how iconic he is at rapping, his style, his flow. There's a lot of skits on here, like skits that are just so stupid. Skits are always dumb on hip hop records. These ones are really dumb though, and I just oh, it's just gross and hard to listen to. Um, But but the dude had some. He had he had some. He had something. He had something. He, has, he had a really distinct voice, that's for sure. And this song was really good. I, yeah. I'd never really been into Biggie at, at all. But no, this song was solid. What was it, Ready to Die? Yeah. Ready to Die. So yeah, anybody listening, um, you can find the playlist, the link to the playlist in the description of this pod, of this episode. So you just follow it to Spotify. You can listen to all the songs that we talk about. So All the songs, Go do that. baby. Yeah, all the songs uh, from our pod picks. So, baby. Yeah. There we go. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. Yeah, what else I don't, got? I don't think I would ever buy. It's, it's, he only had the two albums, um, but oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy. Yeah, wow. and the other one came out after he died. So oh, that's lame. But like, it was like close enough to where it was like done. Like Sublime, Sublimes came after he died, right? So mm. it was like, but it was like done, 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 yeah, done, 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 done. Um, 
what are we on here? Oh, Titus. This band called Titus Andronicus. Titus Andronicus. Um, yeah, that was a weird one. They got their name from a Shakespeare play. Uh, the the mm. same name. But this is a band that came up just in like a Spotify weekly. And I think I think it's because I like bands that are similar to them. And some of them are like, like uh, I don't know, they, they've toured with like Fucked Up and then Ted Lee and the Pharmacists. I brought them to the pod like a while ago. And mm-hmm. um, I think when David was on the friend of the pod, Dave was on the pod. I think I brought that band to the pod. And both of you guys liked it. But I think that's why Spotify chose this band. And the song that I chose is the one that got me into them, I guess. And this is from their second album, um, American... No, The Monitor. Yeah, The Monitor from 2010. And uh, this is a banger, man. This album is so goddamn good. It's just... It's really, really good indie rock that just has a lot of, like, punk roots that's got a lot of folk stuff in there. I think this is absolutely fantastic. It was a good song. I, I don't... I don't... I don't remember what it sounded like at all, but it's a good one. That's okay. That's all right. You didn't hate it. Where did you get this one from? I bought it on a merch bar during that that massive oh. bar that I bought. Wait, the one from last weekend? No, the one where I bought like fucking the Fujis and Deltron mm, and. Okay. Spent like almost two Did you buy anything from that sale this weekend? Yeah, did. And then I bought I bought cake and then I bought. Uh, oh, that's right. Bouncing Souls, but they charged me twice, and then within like five minutes, I emailed them. And I was like, "Hey, I got charged twice. Cancel this one." And they said, "Oh, sorry, it's already processing." It's like, "But you just fucking like what are you talking about? It's like ten o'clock at night, dude. Like, there's no way it's processing." <laughs> I said, "Just fucking cancel it." And they said, "Oh, you can't, we can't cancel it. Just return it when you get it." Like, "Oh my god, that's so annoying." Wow, I wonder if they charged me twice because I got because mine got fucked up when I um when I checked out it it didn't go th- well. It said it went through, but then it didn't. Like I don't know, it's hard to explain, but yeah, I, I, I might have got charged twice too. I need to check my statement. I mean, you'll if you get charged twice, you'll get two packages. So at least you'll you'll get the records and then just you return them. But yeah, like, I was just irritated because I within five minutes, honestly, I emailed emailed <laughs> them and they said that it was there was nothing they could do. It was already processing. I was like motherfucker, there's no way. How fucking annoying! It's like ten o'clock at night too. There's no fucking way. <laughs> Fuck off. So whatever. Titus Andronicus, super dope band. Um, I like them a lot. I think they're great. That was cool. It was cool. Uh, so, but that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So that just leads me to my my pick of the week, and that's Wet Leg, this uh, indie rock group from Britland, from Britland. <laughs> actually from Isle of Wight, England. Okay. Um, is, but yeah, just just uh, I think it's just I think it's just the two girls, and then they just have like a backing band play with them. But I think like Wet Leg is the two girls, um, that type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, this is their first album that came out last year, 2022. It's just called Wet Leg. And it's just, it's just more indie rock. More indie rock, but there's a lot of, a lot of pop involved. There's a lot of like that Brit pop. And there's, it's, uh, I don't know, it's good. It's kind of like subtly angry at times. And mm-hmm. there's, a, there's, there's a lot of swearing, but it's done in a way that it's kind of in the middle of a sentence or in the middle of like a verse. So they're not saying like "fuck you." It's always like "what the fuck are you talking about?" That type of swearing. So it kind of gets lost real quick, brush yeah. over, blink and it's gone type of thing. Uh, but god damn, this album is so good. This is just like really, really good indie pop music, and I I'm just still like blown away by how great this is. It was much better than I was expecting, um, but damn, dude, this sounds like Weezer. This could have easily been a Weezer song. The one your pick of the week, the Oh No, oh no. song. Yeah, 
Yeah, it easily could have been a Weezer song. Did I? I love this so much. <laughs> it's so good. I'm I'm interested. I'm really interested in in listening to the entire record though, because this was the song was solid. It was real solid. It's just the, it, so it, I mean, it, it, it is it is very Weezer like blue album sounding. Just very yeah, but not like nearly as aggressive in the distortion or anything. But just very kind of like downstrokes. Just it's like pop music, indie pop music. Yeah, it's solid stuff, man. Okay, here's the song "Oh No" by Wetley. There we go. Wet leg, real solid man. Real, real solid pop rock music. Dying, it's kind of snotty too. I like it. I really, really dig it. It's so like, the entire album is just as catchy. Like these are songs that are just so fucking catchy. I think I'm gonna playlist that song too. That was that's really good. Yeah, it's just it's, yeah, it's a cute little pop song. It is, and they only have the one record, right? Yeah, I think they have like an EP or something before this, but just that one record for now. So, do you have anything else on on wet leg or vinyl or your vinyls or anything? That's it. That's all. All right. Um, <clears throat> I'm still in. I'm still like in new metal and prog season right now. You know, when it comes to vinyl, I can't stop listening to prog music. And then, you know, we're in new metal season, so I'm I'm, I'm listening to that too. But um, yeah, prog. I mean, we'll start with this because it's my least favorite out of everything I've listened to. Oh my god! And <laughs> it's uh, Grateful Dead. Now I got this when when I was out in Arizona a few weeks ago with you at uh Double Nickels, right? Yeah. $7. Yeah, Double Nickels. $7 for a triple LP live yeah. record and it was only $7 cuz one of the one of the LPs was warped a little bit, but it really wasn't that bad at all. I mean, really was not. Um some surface noise, but overall 7 bucks, I mean, it's quite the deal. Quite the deal. It's and easy this is a um, 40 $45 record. Yeah, well, I didn't even say what what record it is. It's one of their many, many live records. It's Europe 72. They recorded this on this 
really big European tour that they did, um, trying to recoup money from what I was reading. There's so much about this fucking band. It's almost like impossible <laughs> to read about them yeah. because they, they've had so many lineup changes. Like I guess Mickey Hart had left the band right before this tour. And one of the other guys like Pigpen or something died yeah. right after this. tour. This was the last time we ever heard Pigpen. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's just so much with this fucking stupid ass band, even down to the point. This is where Jerry Garcia started playing a, a 59 Fender Stratocaster instead of his uh, Gibson SG. It's like, <laughs> Oh my God, dude. We love that. I mean, I probably, I, you know, I'm talking shit about that kind of stuff, but it's like I noticed this shit with bands like Corn. Whenever they switch their guitars, I'm like, okay, now they're using ESPs, not Ibanez anymore. I do this shit too, but it's just annoying because Grateful Dead are not nearly as good as Corn. Um, and like, and, yeah, and Grateful Dead is not even a band that you can say are like overrated <laughs> because nobody fucking even talks about the Grateful Dead. Like nobody, you never hear people talk about them. Except for like a small like niche amount of group of people, and even then, it's, it's kind of like they don't you don't shove like it down them? your okay. throat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're not gatekeepy, and they don't shove anything down the, down your throat, which is cool. It's great. I think that just adds to like the overall like allure of being like a deadhead, quote unquote. Is mm-hmm. is I mean, there are people that went to the Grateful Dead shows that follow them around in buses, you know, as we know. But a lot of those people never even went to the show. They would just hang out outside and like cook food for each other and essentially just camp out and just hang out. <laughs> well, it's cool. Fucking it's rad. Cool. Yeah, it's cool. But damn, this album is so good. It was fine. I I mean, it's like with everything, I, I just, I, his vocals aren't bad, but they're just so bland, vanilla, and it just takes away from everything else. And there are, there are moments, there are highlights that, where you know the bassist is kind of ripping it up, like in the song that that I made you listen to, "China Cat Sunflower." There's some really cool bass moments on here. There's some cool noodling too on the guitar. I mean, the vocals are there, but they're pretty much there on the entire record, so it's kind of hard to take you know just the instrumental stuff out. But like um, focusing on the vocals in any capacity is, is like is like missing the forest through the trees no, type I, of thing. It's just, and that's where and that's where you're misunderstanding me because. I'm, it's not that I'm focusing on it because I'm trying not to focus on it, but they're but so But even trying not to focus on it is still tr- is focusing on it. But it, they're just so distracting. They're it's so not distracting, distracting at all. They're just they are basic for me, vocals. And I don't know There's why. nothing. You listen to so many bands that have basic vocals. That they, like, what is it? It makes no sense. I know. I but even any other band too, when they have basic vocals, I can't stop listening to just that because I I just I don't know what it is. I I don't like it at all. And like honestly, really he's not even that. He's 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 above average singer too. Because on the live stuff, he still carries a tune well, and he still no, he can does. keep in tune. And he sounds better than a lot of these classic rock bands that were put out live albums at the time. No, you're right. You're right about that. But it still doesn't take away from the fact that it's just the melodies are just boring, completely forgettable. Like. I just what what I and I know it's not about that and, and it's I don't not wanna, about that I, at all. It's not. I know it's not, and I hate that I always that it's always being brought up, but it just takes away so much from so much. It takes away from the music so much. And um, but anyway, yeah. There, I mean, like I said, there are there are really cool moments on this record, but overall, I don't think. I mean, sitting down with a triple LP for a band that I that I have a little bit a little bit a little bit of interest in. I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know if I'm. If if I'm gonna I I don't know if I'll keep it. I don't think you'll ever be ready for it, to be honest. I just don't think uh I think if yeah, I think if I would have by now. I like I've I've listened to enough Grateful Dead that 
I, I I've made me, I've made my decision that I'm probably not really ever going to listen to them. Probably I, not. That's fine. Because I've given, I've given, I really have given them a fair shot. <laughs> you listened to a five LP one one time, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I listened to that. I've listened to Working Man's Dead. I listened to that bootleg with, with uh, was it Greg? Oh, Allman? Dwayne Allman. Dwayne oh, Dwayne Allman. So that good. that one was actually good. Though. That was really good, because Dwayne Allman has that 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 tone, that hot tone. Oh, don't forget too, like Dwayne Allman. Maybe like what you're searching for more is is like melody and soloing, because Dwayne Allman, he's he's a blues guy, and these blues mm-hmm. guys they kind of like stay in that realm and yeah like jerry and bob are still blues guys jerry. but like they're they're also venturing off into like jazz and and fusion stuff whereas like Dwayne allman who is the top five greatest guitars of all time i'm just saying that right now thank you very much but he does know how to kind of like scale it down to like a blues tune and therefore it becomes familiar you can you're like oh i know where he's going with this because we've heard it done a billion times before but he was just better at doing it than God, almost ne- nearly everybody that was doing it in that in that era. Yeah, yeah. But the Grateful Dead, they don't just don't they they just don't stick to any kind of format. It's, and I just, get it. That's they're, cool. God, there's just so many weird things about this band that I just think it's so f- absolutely fascinating. And I think it's even more fascinating too that just like i like you've always heard of this band but you know like we i don't know anybody that loves this band i don't like in growing up maybe maybe somebody did they just never talked about it yeah but like that's the thing right even if somebody did like it they never talked about it yeah no you're right outside of you there's only one other person like i know that i'm kind of i wouldn't say we're really like friends but we're more acquaintances and she's the only other person i know besides you who likes grateful dead a lot like to the point where she goes and sees them every time they come around into la and she's seen him with John Mayer probably like ten times. Oof. Yeah, which is cool. I mean, I mean, she digs it, and why not? But I, I just don't get it, man. I do not get it at all. I think, I think, just like the I, I read a, a a quote somebody had said about the Grateful Dead a while ago, and I just, I think it's just it rings so true, and it's it's like black licorice, right? Like most people just don't like black licorice; they just don't care for it, don't want to fuck with it. But the people that do like black licorice love black licorice <laughs> i think that's like the grateful dead like that analogy can be can be said there's not like a that's a good that's a good one i don't know man i just fallen so deep into this shit too it just like, i know got books and stuff about it. it's fucking bizarre i can't believe how many records of theirs that you have it's, it's Dude, records i bought magazines i have books i just i cannot get enough of this and you were you were even gonna go see them Remember i was that? last yeah. year yeah you were really, you were really gonna go see him. That's it was, crazy. it was like right after the, right after things started opening up again, but you had to get like a like a vaccination or something. Something happened. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and there wasn't enough time, or I don't know, something like that. And I just didn't want to put that much effort into it, and it was like forty minutes away. I really should have. <laughs> I kicked myself, but but I swear, man, if Bob Weir comes around with uh, Jane Lane on drums for the Wolf Brothers, I'm yeah. There. I am there. I, I would think about going to that just to see Jay, just to see Jay play. Ooh. Cause I didn't really care for that, that Wolf Brothers record too much. It was fine. But once again, I don't, I don't get this appeal of, of the dead people, the grateful dead people, man, this tour too. They played 22 shows in, in all throughout Europe. And uh, each one was like three hours long. Every, every show God. they played was like three hours long. I mean that's cool though. I mean if you're a fan, that's fucking so cool. <laughs> and apparently there was like there were they were they were they were doing new songs they never really played before, and, and they were 
they're kind of experimenting with different uh like ways to play the songs either like different keys or time signatures and apparently jerry was was playing one of the one of the songs and one of the nights he like turned his back to the crowd because it his own guitar playing moved him so much that he cried throughout like the whole song oh and it sounds God. super cheesy but like come on man <laughs> like that's so cool that kind of connection to your own music that's just fucking rad i don't even care <laughs> so good oh man <laughs> All right, so Grateful Dead got that one. I'm sure I'll purge it at some point. At least you'll make your money back, and you'll probably make some money purging that one. Yeah, probably, probably. They'll probably give you like twelve dollars for that, and you paid seven. <laughs> you were so mad too. <laughs> I know. Like you did. Like you were trying to convince me to buy it, but you didn't have to convince me. Like I was just gonna buy it anyway because it was so cheap. And then you were <laughs> getting mad that I, I don't know why you were getting mad. Well, because you were like, you were like baiting me, like, well, you know, it's, 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 listen to it, like, dude, it's seven fucking dollars, buy it. <laughs> and we had just been drinking, you know, yeah, we seven lot, pints yeah. at the at the pizza spot next door. Seven U.S. pints, by the way. Yeah, not Portland pints. Actually, those the ones at the pizza spot. Those are, I think those are twenty two ounces. They are, yeah. They're they're big, they're big boys. They're big. God, boys. that was so much fun. Well. We didn't drink as much that time as the time before when you and I had those four 22-ounce beers in like under an hour. Yeah, it was at least That four. was stupid. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so this next thing I got um, is uh, Omar. Omar Rodriguez Lopez, my boy. He uh, This is a live record that he put out in 2006, December of 2006. It's Please Heat This Eventually. It's technically an EP, but it's like 30 minutes long. And um and it's it's a live performance he did with Damo Suzuki from uh the band Can, which I brought to the pod last week. And uh yeah, so this is recorded in Cologne, Germany in two thousand five, late two thousand five, but then yeah, not released until two thousand six. I got this on vinyl really early on when we started collecting it, and it's still fairly cheap. I think it's like thirty five, forty bucks maybe on discogs. So it's not crazy, crazy like most of his other solo records. But I know. dude, I... Th- this is good. I'd added it to my my want list. Oh, you did? I think either like a I don't know a couple of months ago or something. I was thinking about it, and when I added it to the want list, I realized that it's not that expensive, and I should have just bought it. I still should just buy it. You should. It it. I mean, it, it's so fucking good, man. That just all the the jamming. It just. I mean, it's typical Omar winking jamming stuff. Uh, Adrian, the the woodwind guy, the saxophonist, clarinet player, flute player, whatever. He's on. He plays this. He's on. He's plays in this performance as well and he rips it up everybody fucking kills it and damo is just fucking around like he doesn't he's he's improvising the entire thing really everybody's kind of improvising but damo for sure you don't know what the fuck he's saying he's just yeah. making noises really right. <laughs> and, and like it's 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 so easy to get into like nothing is overly complex nothing is yeah is crazy wanky even for like omar standards to the point where it takes you out of the moment and maybe it's just because it's like a continuous thing, but I, I just feel like at no point do I feel like lost or like, why the fuck am I listening to this? Everything is, it flows so nice from beginning to end. It does. And there's a lot of like high and low points too, to where it's not like, you're not just hearing one guy shred after the other. There's a lot of moments where the song just kind of breathes and, and it's just kind of slower, not slower, but just kind of quieter i guess and then all of a sudden it'll just kind of explode out of nowhere then quiet and then build and dude omar omar is incredible i don't give a fuck 
he is. Oh, oh, he's fine. And this this EP is great. I I highly recommend anybody out there or everybody out there listening to it at least. And if you collect vinyl, just buy it on on vinyl. I wonder if Skip has this one. I don't think he does. I don't know. He'll probably get it now that now that I told him to. Is <laughs> that what he does? <laughs> he's got a baby due in like fourteen days. I know it's fucking crazy, man. It's on the top of he's my notes. Listening to the pod notes. at that point. No, I won't have time to listen to the pod. No, he'll be playing the pod for his newborn. <laughs> That's true. He'll he'll have like one of those headphone splitters. Yeah. So he has one set of headphones, and then the other headphones will be on his uh, on his kid. Exactly. <laughs> Raising a baby on asinine radio. That's Who how. Thought, right? That's how society should always be raised. You're right. You're right. All right. Um, that's all I got for this one, for this album. Um, and then I'm going to round it out with Rush. I've been just absolutely obsessed with Rush. 1970s Rush. Cannot stop listening. I think this might be my, my new favorite Rush record, and it's Fly By Night, their second record from 1975. First one with Neil on drums and lyrics, obviously. But I, I like how this is, this is really an album that dabbles in the prog, but also has a lot of pop, like pop melody, too. And I mean, the song Fly By Night, it's so fucking catchy. And I, I, I think this album is great. And Neil rips it up on drums. Um, it, it's just, it's so good. It's too good. That's what it is. Too okay. damn good. Okay. Well, right? Because you don't like this album, right? Not really, no. I've, I've, had, it, I've had it twice. And I, purged I've purged it, it both times. I, I mean, I still have a bunch of Rush. I, possibly. I, I would probably get rid of, I have 2112, Farewell to Kings, uh, hemispheres and moving pictures and honestly I would probably get rid of I don't know that's a lot of rush do I really need four fucking rush albums yeah you do and you're right I like, need to get hemispheres though fly by night is definitely there's pop stuff to it but that's rush right like people yeah. like rush because of their fucking pop songs and they just happen they to be write really really, really good stuff no too. you're right they are just really really good at their at their instruments but damn they write pop songs like crazy but, and they're good at writing pop songs. They're good at writing prog songs. They're gr- and they're only it's only three dudes. Yeah, you know, the, you know, and Getty he plays bass and plays keyboards. You know, and sings. He does three things. I wish he wouldn't sing, band. but it's fine. Yeah, his his voice is definitely the worst part of the band. But I don't know, dude. Walt. Yeah, Rush, I don't know. It's uh, this, the song's good. The song's good. I just I'm not gonna. I, I don't need this. I don't need this because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get this over. 2112 or even moving pictures i would rather listen to moving pictures if i'm listening to rush pop music <sighs> moving pictures is great but it, it it's it's a little too poppy i mean i like the big hits and everything but it's still a little too poppy no, but then yyz yeah. is an amazing instrumental Ooh, that's a great song um and you probably hate this artwork huh the fly by night artwork oh it's terrible I love it. <laughs> it's stupid. It's <laughs> fucking, fucking terrible. I love it. It's so it's so seventies like cheesy. I, I fucking I it love lo- it. It looks like the person who drew it was trying really hard to make like an anatomically correct <laughs> thing, but in doing so, it still just looks weird. It doesn't. It, I don't know. <laughs> it looks like an like a high school art class picture or something. <laughs> yeah, like like <laughs> the, the kid the kid in your art class who's like the best artist in the class, but he's still not very good or. They're not still not very good, but they're still <laughs> yeah. the best. This is something yeah. that they would they would do, and then the teacher would have it up on the wall the whole semester. <laughs> it's like, dude, it's still ugly. Like, I know I can't draw that better, <laughs> but that's still fucking ugly. 
Oh, I love it. All right, so here's a uh, here's this <laughs> here's the title track, "Fly By Night" from The Rushes. by night from rush great band love this band probably gonna be obsessed for another couple weeks i don't know why i can't stop i cannot stop with this fucking band that's okay do you <sighs> how much other prog do you have i mean i have the you know you know pink floyds genesis um what else do i have i mean um some of the omar stuff i have i have a bunch of prog and i can't even oh um elp yes 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 um I don't know okay. that Carmen record. Actually, I went back and revisited that. That was still a solid record. Oh, so good. King Crimson. You know, I, I have a lot of good shit. So freaking good. So freaking good, dude. Yeah. No, I was, sure. I was, uh, I was, I was dabbling in the progs after after you got me excited. So <laughs> threw some stuff on that I don't listen to that often. What'd you put it. on? <clears throat> I bought this weird, like, kind of like Renaissance sounding thing called Griffin. Band called Griffin, like a Gryffindor oh, Griffin. I kind of like that. And uh, I bought it a while ago. I think I brought it to the pod. So if you don't remember, then it probably you probably don't like it that much. It's probably not. Is it Renaissance Prague? Yeah, not not as aggressive as like that Genesis or like the band Renaissance is. Um, but like, I still like Jethro. There's still a bunch of albums by Jethro. I actually have three albums by Jethro. And then uh, I threw on some Zappa because I have like nice. four Zappas, and they're all good. They're all really good. I like them. Yeah, I got the one Zappa, and that one's really good. This, what is it like? Zoot suit? Oh, Zoot Zoot Allures. Yeah, something like that. I have that one, and then I um, actually I've I've been meaning to go back to Magma. Magma are so fucking good, but they're more like jazz prog, you know? Yeah. And I have like five, four or five Magma records, and they're fucking insanely good. I gotta I just, dabble back into that. I just have the one Magmas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that one, yeah. 
I forgot the name of it though. They all have weird fucking names. Yeah. Uh, and the so Mahavishnu. Come on, dude. I have like I pretty much have all their records, a couple of John McLaughlin records. Great fucking I've, prod. I mean it's it is good. I I have two. That's all that's all I'm good for. I don't I don't need any more from them. Mm-hmm. I, that's you know, it's it's good. It's good stuffs. Um Great it does stuffs. it does start to like kinda like sound the same after a while. So <laughs> You gotta uh, switch it up though. Yeah. Do one Mahavishnu, move over to fucking elp move over to yes you gotta you gotta throw in some of the vocal prog stuff in between all the instrumental stuff no there's a lot of cool stuff that i was that i was listening to as far as like the prog stuff goes and i mean that was like the first genre of music that i really really dove into when we first started collecting and i was just like buying everything because it was so cheap and uh, (laughs) i mean i had i had every i had every emerson lincoln palmer album i had every electric light orchestra i had every focus for a minute I had just a bunch of stuff. Some good shit, man. Except for that one ELP record, the Love Beach. That was a bad one. I think I only kept, I kept their live one, Tarkus, Brain Salad, and then uh, that 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 like combination one where like each of them had their own side. Oh, I purged that one. I didn't like that one really. I liked it because two out of the four sides were just phenomenal. One was okay, then one was bad. But the yeah. two sides that were phenomenal were just like they were so good. Yeah, but so it's like, freaking you know, good. If I'm gonna listen to ELP, I'm never gonna go back to that one. True. I'm gonna go back to some to brain salad surgery or something. I'll probably or purge that at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. just it's fucking long too. God damn. Anyway, um, yeah, that's all I got for Rush and the vi- my vinyls. Uh, so let's move on. Let's wrap it up with some new music that's come out this week. Uh, did you listen to the one song I put on the notes? I did. I listened to it today. All right, cool. So it's from the band Ghost. Uh, they put out, they're putting out actually a covers EP on May 18th called Phantom Mime. And this is the first single, I guess, from that EP. It's uh, it's a cover of the Genesis song, Jesus, He Knows Me. And uh, I like this Ghost version a lot. It was really good. But then going back and listening to the Genesis version, it's terrible. It's from the it's from their 1991 album. I don't remember the name of it, <laughs> but the Genesis. Did you listen to that version? No. Oh, it's so it's so dumb. And I watched the video for it too. Oh, it's horrendous. Terrible. It's horrendous. But this ghost version is solid. What would you think of it? I thought it was fine. It was it was fine. I don't. Just, I, this band is fuck. You talking about plain old people, man? Good lord, this band is it. <laughs> Everything about this band is fucking plain old people. And the only two songs that I like, it was just because they dove really into like the psychedelic realm, which you can still hear it here. You can still hear them kind of like doing that, that psychedelic thing they did that was in uh, Mariana Cross and the Go-Go, but Mm -hmm. eh. Eh. Okay. That's fine. Well, I I won't play this one, but I'd recommend, you know, people go, go check it out. Go check out Jesus. He knows me. Did you see the other, Uh, do you see the other um, songs that are going to be on the EP? You know, I didn't look. Let me let me let me see real quick. So they do Phantom of the Opera by Iron Maiden. Oh my god, <laughs> that's so sick. Which is, I mean, I, I'm excited for that one because that one's cool because the vocals are just kind of like whatever's. The vocals are like throwaway in that song, so I'm excited to hear how they rip it up on the guitar and the bass. Yeah, that's gonna be cool. And then they're doing a television song, and then the Stranglers. Never heard of the Stranglers. They're a punk band, I think. And then Tina Turner. Oh, okay. 
It's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> it's not good. I, I don't really care for this fucking EP, <laughs> just song-wise. But, I mean, even if the songs are good, they're good, right? Who cares? But yeah, just like looking at those... Whatever. I, I'm going to listen to it. I might buy it. We'll see. We'll oh see my how that God. goes. Based off of this song? I like this version a lot. It was yeah. really cool. It's just so ordinary. Ugh. God. Such a fucking hater. Anyway. You, you, just, you complained about how the Grateful Dead is like the vocals are so boring. They're so vanilla. And you like Ghost. A okay, band but that's I'm like also. A, okay. Literally like revolving around a <laughs> shtick. And they write music that is just fucking barely hanging on. But also listening, listening to Grateful Dead, I'm, you're having oh. to listen to like three hours of music at a time. With Ghost, you're taking like 35 minutes out of your day, 40 even minutes he, out of your even day. Even if you take the vocals out of Ghost, like nobody else is doing anything extraordinary. It's all about the melody, baby. The melodies are good. The songs are good for the most part. Nah. Good. And it's not even their melody. It's a cover. Well, I know, but I'm talking about in general. Their music in general. So Just anyway, that, that's all. Do we do we have anything else on this episode? That's it. That's all. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Tell all your friends because we're the greatest pod ever. And uh, that's it. That's all. Hey,